This is Crashed in Roswell, Survivors in the Misunderstood City. Ethan's bombshell about Hank's death was heavy for me, and it came in the middle of his email. The truth is John and I didn't speak much more about Hank than what you heard in the early episodes. Upon the reveal that Hank did not die the way John told me he did, I went back to the original audio recordings to hear what John had to say about it. You know, he died um, back when I was in the Army. He had a motorcycle accident. This is what you heard in the show. There wasn't much that I edited out from the conversations, though I did have a little more. One day I left the recorder going while we ventured around the house and had casual conversation. From my records, this was the only other time John talked about Hank. It happened when John and I were looking at the pictures of he and Hank in the military and his framed American flag. So you and Hank were both military? Yeah, yeah he, he, was, uh, he was Air Force and uh, I was Army. You obviously you served different times. I mean, you because you're you're a lot of years apart, right? <laughs> yeah, a lot of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever talk about military service? Uh, no, no, no. We we didn't talk much. Uh, we weren't we weren't all that close. That conversation didn't make the first season because why would it? It was, like a handful of other conversations John and I had, irrelevant to the story. And ultimately, my focus was and is to craft a compelling story. But now there are two details that stick out to me, and I think they will to you too, when I tell you what Ethan's email revealed next. The first detail involves John's and Hank's military service. Hank was Air Force. The Air Force had a presence in Roswell until 1967 when it closed rather suddenly. Walker Air Force Base in Roswell was also where Hank and John's mother and father served for a time. Their mother was a nurse at that base. Their father died early due to liver disease before the crash took place. Hank and John were raised in and around the Air Force. Why then would Hank go Air Force and John go Army? a long-standing rival of the Air Force. Was it sibling rivalry? Or did the incident surrounding the crash and the threats made to John's mother leave a sour taste in John's mouth? Put a pin in that for now. The second detail that will stand out will make sense by the end of this episode. John said he and Hank didn't talk much. There were a number of years between he and Hank. Certainly, that may have something to do with the distance between the brothers' age, but there might be an element at play that explains both of these issues in new light and brings us back to the crash. One element that has been missing in this season of Crashed on Roswell has been any mention of new details of a UFO crash or conspiracies. And there's a reason for that, I think. UFOs have disappeared from Roswell. UFOhunters.com gathers objective data from UFO sightings around the world and compiles them into an extremely comprehensive database online. To date, over 200,000 sightings have been logged on the site. One map called the Heat Map allows users to search UFO sightings by where they are clumped together. More sightings equal hotspots. A look at the map shows hotspots all over the U.S., not surprisingly in areas where there is a greater population. There are unusual areas of interest that are the exception. 
such as blips of activity in rural Montana and the Dakotas. Then there is one area that really sticks out as unusual, not because of hotspot activity, but lack thereof. That area is southeastern New Mexico, Roswell. There is nothing, no blips at all. It's barren. There have been reported sightings over the years, but fewer and fewer in Roswell than ever. So a fair question is, where have the UFOs gone? The UFO capital of the world is remarkably devoid of any UFOs. What can you tell us about UFO sightings today in and around Roswell? I don't know many around Roswell right now, recently, but go back to the early, the late 40s, early 50s. New Mexico was one of the, the biggest places for sightings. Aztec, up in the northwest corner near Farmington, was 10 months after Roswell. That was a 99-foot craft with 13 bodies. That crashed? No, it made a forced landing. There's a difference. This was intact, a 99-foot craft. I worked with Scott Ramsey out of North Carolina on this for, since 1997. Been to the site several times, talked to some, inner, some of the witnesses. But was that craft here to check on what happened in Roswell 10 months earlier, or was it a completely different case? I don't know that. But if you go back, stop and think what was in New Mexico back then. You have White Sands where they tested the V-2 rockets. You got Los Alamos up north, which is a secret facility. Yet the atomic bomb group stationed here. It's just possible that whatever's out there was looking in here to wonder what are these clowns on Earth up to. Are sightings happening where there are hubs of military activity or even atomic activity? There have been sightings over nuclear power plants and military bases. There's been one or two cases where Supposed UFOs have shut down missile silos and the missiles wouldn't function until they left and they came back online. So those are all cases that we have seen over the years. Last question. If you could ask, if we could bring an alien here, <laughs> prove it for you for just one second, you get one last question to ask in life and you get to ask an extraterrestrial, what would the question be? What are you doing here? What do you want? You see, UFOs didn't just disappear from our story with John. They disappeared from Roswell. They have been reported from all over the rest of New Mexico. So what gives? Suppose that from the beginning, the UFO crash in Roswell really was nothing more than a military goof covered up horribly. That everything was just one big joke and no punchline. I could accept that with the right amount of proof. What would remain weird is how Roswell is the exception to UFO sightings. Sure, we have a few logged, but not like other places. Have we just been left out of the fun? Forgotten by the world? Possibly. This leads me to the next question. Without UFOs, what is even left in Roswell? And without the UFO conspiracy, what's left of this story, really? I want to thank our Season 3 sponsors, the City of Roswell. 
Did you know that if you visit Roswell and decide you might want to go, let's say, camping in your RV or take your tent and go camping at Bottomless Lake State Park, it's five bucks. And there, you can go see our Bottomless Lake State Park, drive into town, see all the sights, hang out, go hiking, go see the Ruidoso Mountains. It's the gateway to so much more for five bucks. I didn't know that until the city of Roswell told me how incredibly affordable it is for families, individuals, and adventurers to come stay in Roswell, and that there is so much to do while you're here. When you visit croswell.com, you will see a list of places that you can play, stay, shop, eat, and even the events that happen throughout the year. Yes, our iconic UFO festival, but also our Dragonfly Festival, our Chili Cheese Festival, our Jazz Festival, and so much more. And it happens all year round. Roswell is the best place for individuals, adventurers, and families to come stay and have an affordable, fun, and interesting getaway weekend. Check out croswell.com and join them on their social media pages so that you can plan out your trip to Roswell, New Mexico. The gateway to the Southwest and the gateway to the cosmos. So I'm talking to Mike Esperitu, president of the Roswell Chavez County Economic Development Corporation. Uh, Mike, before doing economic development work, you've had an extensive experience in the Air Force here in New Mexico, right? Um, you've done a lot of work in aerospace industry. What do you think, first of all, of all the UFO lore? Is that something that ever came up in your experience in aerospace and Air Force? Frankly, no. Um, it, it has not come up in any of my previous uh, fields of occupation or interest. Um, but you can go anywhere around the country, around the world, and say you're from Roswell, New Mexico. And once you get past the giggles of, you know, that's where the aliens allegedly came, then you can get down to business and talk about Roswell, Chavez County, and why, why we are a, uh, a destination of choice uh, for bringing new activity, new business, and growth here. Mike works at the Roswell Chavez County Economic Development Corporation, an organization whose main purpose is to foster more economic activity in our area. Though not a lifelong local, he has a passion for and inside tracked into the Roswell community like few others I know. How big of a deal is our tourism? I mean, economically, how big of a deal is it? How many visitors or what kind of an impact does tourism have in Roswell? The alien piece is a great attractor, you know, once a year, uh, but the quality of life from uh, Bottomless Lakes to, to Bear Lakes Refuge with their Dragonfly uh, Festival every year, starting back up this year, as an example, brings a lot of people to Roswell Chavez County. What are the, are the cultural amenities? You know, what museums do you have? Which we have several, as you know, great, wonderful, world-class museums, a zoo, People forget, because we've lived here as residents for so many years, that all these wonderful attractions are here to support not only us and our families, but the families and people that we hope to attract and create business and create their homes here in our county. It's a quality of life thing. It certainly is. This summer marks the 75th anniversary of the UFO crash in Roswell. Since then, a lot has happened. Little of it involves aliens. What would you say is the bread and butter of our community economically? If it's not tourism and that's keeping us going, what is? What is at the core of the Roswell engine? 
actually there's more than one core, believe it or not. And, and some people don't understand that one of our largest industry sectors in Roswell is healthcare. The Eastern New Mexico Medical Center is the regional medical facility for Southeast New Mexico. The other economic engine that I think is very vital to Roswell, Chavez County, and to New Mexico is the Roswell Air Center. The Air Center has a 13,000 foot, and, well, 13,001 foot long runway, one of the longest runways in the world. And people don't even know that, know about that. Why is that important? Well, obviously it's because it created, was created because it was an Air Force base, Walker Air Base, back in uh, the 40s through the 60s. But that runway was designed to sustain very heavy bomber aircraft that the Air Force used to, used to fly. We have the military train here. I think some of the folks here know that. We have a lot of companies come here to do testing. Um, from Honda, Mitsubishi, Boeing, and you name it, all those big players come here and utilize that area. I gotta say, I think it's interesting that Walker Air Force Base, built by the military, we had the whole you know UFO lore and everything that, it was at the core of that story. This is the center of everything. And then, of course, when it closed, it was closed up, abandoned, and, you know, left out there for years. Um, and now it serves as a unique center of our economic life. We've taken the, the military conspiracies and the lore and, and all of that, and we've redeveloped it into a thriving economic hub. Focus really is on... How do we advance the aviation sector so we can create some great high-paying jobs uh, for Roswell, for the people who live here? Aerospace, manufacturing, an abundance of water, wide open spaces and skies, a growing infrastructure to and from the city in all directions, the gateway to the Permian Basin. We are all these things and so much more. For most of my life, most of my career, I haven't spoken of, thought of, or really been asked about UFOs or aliens. Not until this podcast did the subject come up at any length for me, except when I travel. Oh, you're from Roswell. That's the alien place, right? Right. Being a survivor in a misunderstood city means that wherever I go, I'm having to talk about or recognize that I'm from that town. The idea that real businesses, dreams, developments, and a vibrant life could happen here is crazy to some people. We are a novelty item on the United States map. But in reality, we've worked hard to be so, so much more. I asked earlier what would Roswell be without aliens. Perhaps we'd be just another town on the map. But honestly, I think we could be so much more. We could have our own identity not the one that the rest of the world puts on us. And all those things Mike talked about would come front and center instead of being the afterthought once we get past the alien town jokes. What would the story of John be without aliens and UFOs? I think something much, much more than a conspiracy. And in fact, we might just find out together because after talking to Ethan, Denise's son and Hank's grandson, he offered one more blow to our story that might explain John's relationship with Hank, the lie about Hank's death, 
and possibly even the identity of the man who threatened John's mother. So putting the pieces together, it sounds like you think John's mother had a relationship with another man, and out of that relationship came John, and that this other man's family would be where these relatives you found they come from. Yeah, that's right. Do you think that this other man might be connected to the UFO crash? I can't be sure, but I think that there's some kind of connection. On the next episode of Crash in Roswell, I interview Ethan, and together we fill in the gaps of John's story, Denise's absence, Hank's suicide, and possibly shed light on what really happened when John's mother was threatened by a man to keep their trap shut about the crash. That's next time on Crash in Roswell, survivors in a misunderstood city. My thanks to Ryan Bishop, Boyd Barrett, Dennis Balthaser, and David Langford for help on this podcast. My thanks to Brian Hunley for writing our theme song. If you like the show, do us a favor by liking, subscribing, following the podcast, and leaving us a review. You can also check out more by going to crashedinroswell.com for behind-the-scenes content, crashed merchandise, and much, much more. You can also check out some of my other work at kylerbullock.com.